Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're having an outstanding day. I am doing pretty good. Got my coffee, got everything set up. Let's uh, just dive right into this. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I am an individual much like you who's been through a difficult time and developed some tips and techniques that I use to get my sanity back that I share with you to help you do the same. I'm not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. Just need to throw that out there. Remember, only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder. So be careful when you go around throwing around terms because it can hurt your credibility. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later more. You like what's going on here and you want to help keep the lights on, you can do that by becoming a channel member. Just surf on over to youtube.com slash dad surviving divorce. Look for the join button. You can also look in the show notes and video description and uh, consider picking one of the tiers and supporting it. And when you do, you get special badges, custom emojis, name listed in the credits, access to member only events and a portion of the member only discord. You want to get a text notification of when the show goes live? Text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. And if you want to participate in the show by asking questions or making comments, you can also do that by calling in 1424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. There's also a web interface, so if you're outside the United States and you want to try it, you can do that as well. Man, I blew through that fast today. It's hard to believe that it's already December. I didn't even recognize it yesterday when we were on the show. The year is flying by. I'm sure a lot of us are ready for this year to be over. It's been weird. I've actually... There's certain parts of it that have uh, actually been okay. Like this working from home thing is kind of cool. I'm hoping that sticks when we go back, go back to more normal times. So earlier I was talking about credibility. A lot of that has to do with approaches and how you deal with this situation. I was perusing the Facebook yesterday and I am subscribed to a couple of Father Rights channels, or I don't know what the hell you call them on, I guess groups on uh, Facebook. And I think there is this, it's a two, I think it's a two-part problem. You you get in the midst of other people who are constantly, are constantly reinforcing that the system is against you and you're going to lose. And you get convinced of that, and then you start running out of options or ideas of what you can do. And if you're hopeless, and everyone's telling you that there's no way to, to win this, and now and I get that that's not necessarily representative of, of this community, but What I think happens is, is you, you get in that mode and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to lose. So there's nothing I can do. So I'm going to just do whatever I can figure out I can do. And oftentimes that's blasting everything on social media, making videos of, of your specific situation. And, and, I, and I understand that it, it draws attention to the problem. But I don't necessarily know if it does it in a constructive way. I agree that things need to change and reform needs to happen. And that's great. You know, that's that's outstanding. And I agree with that. Things do need to change. But how do you, first off, one get some sanity back in your situation and then to effectively do that. I don't think whenever you 
I don't think whenever you start, well, let me back up. What I'm trying to say is this whole process has rules of the game, right? There's rules of this stupid game. And when you decide, when someone else has the power to decide your fate, but you decide I'm not going to play by your rules, how in the hell are you going to achieve any victory in that? You could turn around and say, you know, the system, the courts, the job support services, whoever throws some obstacle in your way and you could say, I'm not going to do that. I refuse. And I've run into that mode myself early on in this. There were some times where I was being defiant just because it was the only thing I felt I could do. The, the problem with that approach is the system will crush you. You know, I mean, it, it's stupid because it's, well, let me back up. The, the, the whole situation is stupid. I'm not saying anybody who's doing this is stupid. But the reality is, sometimes it's as simple as, okay, you know, if you say, or whatever, you walk through this door, <clears throat> you can... Uh, you know, you'll get more of a victory. I'm not walking through that door. Okay, it's your choice. You sure? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I refuse. Okay, right? It says right here, page five, you walk through the door, we do this. You don't walk through the door, we can do that. My point about this is you have to be strategic in what you're trying to do. When get the number one priority, which is getting your sanity back and, and fix, not fixing, but getting the best resolution you can in court. Don't go in there thinking that you're going to lose and just like, well, I'm going to lose. So it doesn't matter. So I'm not going to prepare and get mowed over. It's just, it's weird. I was, well, I don't, I'm not even, I don't remember who I was watching the other day. And I'm just like, Oh my God, man, you're, you're going about this the wrong way. You know, you're, you're pissing everybody off. You're making the judge mad, which it shouldn't matter. Right. I mean, realistically they should be neutral, but the reality is, is that isn't the case. And most people default to, okay, you did something. So let me punish you to give you some pain. So you stop. It's weird. That's kind of even the, the mentality we used to have at work and management about a decade ago, maybe, maybe longer, that it was, you know, management by brute force. And over the years, it switched to, okay, if somebody is having a problem, sit down with them and say, hey, what's going on? You know, you're not, things aren't going right. You're not doing well. <clears throat> you know, what's happening? Is everything okay at home? Is everything Okay. And then show some compassion and then say, okay, here's the deal. You know, you, you, we do need to work. We do need to work on this because there's some consequences if this behavior continues, right? But there's still a whole large swath of people who don't subscribe to that type of approach. And I think sometimes in these other forums, people are so fixated on on that and it's almost a, a badge a, you know rite of passage a badge of honor let me go in and get torpedoed in court so that i can tell everyone how bad i did now i know i and it's not it's not like overt that it's not like people are thinking that it's more it's more uh, uh subconscious right it's like your your little inner voice is telling you you're going to lose so you better prove it right It is so tough to stay positive through all of this when you have so many people sur surrounding you and reinforcing that you're going to lose. I was talking about that yesterday that, that uh, I had that, I had so many people in my inner circle who were just like, yep, you know, you're going to lose, you're going to get hosed, you're going to lose everything, you're going to lose all your money, you're going to basically... You lose your kids, you know, I mean, your whole life is going to get destroyed. And they're saying it with like a smile. I was like, what the fuck? 
sorry, what is wrong with you? You know, I'm all, I was already in a panicked anxiety filled state and, and bumping into everybody saying, oh, that's exactly the way it's going to go is not helpful. And then you go online and you watch a Facebook live stream and the person's telling you how they've gotten hosed and how it's not fair and how this judge is a piece of garbage and everything's corrupt. And, and I'll, you know what? I agree with you. A lot of this is corrupt. But how do you... But if you sit around and, and that's what you put your mindset, you're not going to get anywhere. And my final point on this is the, what this needs to happen is do the best damn approach you can to get your, you know, to, to win the war on this. Now, granted, I guess you could turn around and say what I call, what I call the war could ultimately be a little battle in the, in the entire process. But that's the, that's the most important foundation to get you to the next level. And what I mean is, is that, you know, if you can get what you, you need and you, and you win, then you're in a position to start trying to affect some change. You're in a position to go to uh, legislative meetings to say, hey, look, this is, this is what happened to me. And even if, I, and even if you're victorious, you can say, look, okay, I ultimately won, but it took you know, three years and or eight years in a lot of people's cases and, and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. In some situations, we've had people call in and say their number is over a uh, 100,000. You got to learn the, the, the game that you're playing. On a more positive note, I was watching uh, uh, Eric... Carol from Dad Talk today, he had Melissa Isaac on. And she's a regular over there. She even supports the Dad Talk Today platform. And they were doing a um, a show, and M Melissa was on it. And I don't know if she talked about this when she was on, on our show. But she was talking about cross-examining a gal and really trying to like determine or ascertain if they really had the credentials and the credibility and the experience to be able to say what they were saying. And sometimes what they were even saying was even a conflict of their, uh, uh, what's the word? Basically, it was against their license licensure to be saying and testifying certain things. She even said it at one point. She's like, well, are you sure you can do that? I mean, because remember, guys, she was a, uh, a therapist before she became an attorney. So she did her master's in that, got her licensure. So she understands the process. She understands that. Most people who haven't been around it don't, don't understand it. So she was able to ask pointed questions and she was using one example where the person was like, oh, um, you know, I need to check on that and made a, you know, they took a break. They made a phone call, came back and said, oh yeah, no, I can't, uh, I can't do that. That's a ethical violation and I can't, I can't do what you guys are asking me to do. My point about this, that's where we need to be spending our time with what she's talking about like with what Alex Falcone from The Proper Person is talking about. It's like learn the process and use the process against them. Win and then go and then try to expose it. Now, I completely understand, especially in the United States, because we have you know, First Amendment for the most part. So I know in other countries, like in the UK, you can't, you know, everything in family court is private. And if you say anything, you can get yourself in serious trouble. My point is this. You can feel at the end of the day, well, I've completely lost. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to expose everybody. I'm going to post it on there and I'm going to just basically 
draw a laser-like focus on it. And I, and I get it, but uh, I would much rather everyone here listening right now navigate this disaster, <clears throat> excuse me, and then have, their, have the most amount of times with their kids and then go from there. Anyways, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I know for the most part, I think I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but you know, maybe if somebody new hits it, maybe that'll give them a different perspective. Let me see what you guys are saying in the comments and we'll, we'll uh, go from there. <laughs> maybe you guys thought I lost my mind. All right. And I did notice there was a caller, so I apologize that I wasn't able to get to you. So if you call back, I think it was Tiffany. Um, I'll, uh, I'll bring you on. The wise chat manager says you have to have your eye on the prize. That is so very true. Oh, Miami babe says, I'm grateful for you guys. Gave me a new perspective. I'm glad we could do that. I like this. Keating says, uh, that toxic relationship is the antidote to the future. Yeah, that's the one thing is once we get through this, you can, uh, or, and you learn from it, you can really take your life back, really minimize the effect that these people have. John says, uh, had a judge and ex-attorney collude and they were going to put a contempt on me. My attorney, my attorney told the other attorney he's going to the board. The ex-attorney canceled the court date bottom feeders. Well, see, and, and that's the deal, right? It's like if you know the rules and you know how to use them against, you know, <laughs> your attorney, John, had, knew, knew how to counter that. But they were just trying to like, okay, well, let's, let's scare you, intimidate you. See if uh, we can get you to go, oh, crap, I'm going to, you know, I don't want to deal with that and back off. The problem is, is most of the time we don't know what avenues we have to, to, to not go against. Well, to, to, to counter those, those things sometimes, most of the time. All right. I'm going to go to this one caller. I have two callers, but I'm going to go to Tiffany first, I think. Hello and welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Do you um, so they found that it's unconstitutional um, to tell people that they cannot disparage the other person on Facebook or your social media accounts because that it, it violates your First Amendment rights. I know. Yep, I, I heard so that happen. You can go slam your ex. I would, st- <laughs> I would still be careful <laughs> because... Uh, you know, it can still create some problems and you don't want to get into a situation where you're doing a bunch of appeals to like, Hey, remember there was a Supreme court ruling that said you can't do that, but that should have never, I mean, if you think about it, it should have never taken that long. You know, I mean, we, we that should have been adjusted a long time ago. So do you remember what, when, when was that, when was that adjudicated? Was that a last year that they made that ruling? It wasn't this, that this long year. ago. Was it this, this year? This year in June. No, really? Yeah. This year I, in June, uh, the state of Massachusetts is the one who kind of like laid down the hammer on that. About freaking time. So, I mean, I, I still would be cautious. That's like with me. I mean, I don't use the ex's name. I don't use the kid's name. Remember, you know? it's, it's the best interest of the child that you don't talk about the other person and slam them down, but then you yeah. violate the constitutional right to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yep. But then you've got libel and slander and defamation of character. Oh, right. Yeah. It's just a great little circular network of courts. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. I mean, if you, if you had all the resources in the world or you were doing it pro se and you could do it yourself, then it's not a big deal. But like in my situation, if, if, uh, I, I'd be, I would get, just get crushed financially. I mean, there's no way I could, I could basically do it. And even if I did win, I would be basically bankrupt. 
I mean, I think that's the, the part of it. They can the the system can sit there and say, "Oh, well, you have your day in court." Well, yeah, if you're a bazillionaire and it doesn't cost you anything, and it's like, "Oh, darn, well, I have to go buy another bag of chips," you know. But for us, it's, I mean, it's significant. It's not it's not an insignificant amount of money or or fight to jump into. And speaking of court, I have court in eight days. And I'm super excited for it. Yeah, you got a lot of good stuff lined up. So hopefully this will finally turn the tide in your situation. And if well, I... when I talked to my attorney yesterday, she's going to be bringing up a, a lot more than just some of the intermediate uh, issues that have popped up. Good. Well, she's going to be addressing a lot of negligence and, um, a couple more videos of my naked children have popped up on social media. So she's going to get that all addressed in court in a couple more days. Good. Well, and the nice part about it is, is you're, you're building that pattern of behavior and with examples to show why you're concerned. Good for you. So that's next week. Yep. That's next week. Awesome. All right. Thanks for calling in Tiff. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Man, you see, this kind of, not kind of, this goes into what I was just talking about, where you you have to fight the system under its rules. You know, you can we can sit there all day long and say, this is wrong, and they need to see the reality, but you got to paint the picture for them, and you have to do it in the way that they were doing it. One of the other in the way they were doing it and the way they expected, I guess. One of the other things is, um, and I'll grab the next caller here in a minute. Oh, thanks merge. I appreciate that. Merge did a super chat says, uh, make your arguments and evidence points directly to the best interest factors. A judge would err in law if they didn't apply it. Ask a narc in cross. Why did you do X, you know, do these things, let them explain, not you. Excellent advice. Spot on. Actually, that's kind of getting into what I was just going to say when I, what I was listening to yesterday in that interview where, um, that's what Melissa was doing in cross-examinating, <clears throat> excuse me, cross-examinating, examining, examining. I think I'm saying that wrong. The, uh, the other experts, it's like, okay, well, you systematically go through that. I think we even had eye tumblers before. That was kind of what happened in his situation is they were testifying and undermining their own, their position with their own quote unquote evidence. Anyways, let me, uh, I think, okay, I got to figure out which one I, uh, I'll do the, I do, I do have two callers in, so I'm going to do the other one. It says current topic. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. How you doing? It's uh, Techmore. Hey, Techmore. How you doing, man? What's going on? Good. Good, man. Yeah, I haven't been on here. I haven't had it. I just got your show this morning. I haven't been on for it, uh, for a while. I'm busy in the mornings, but no, I, I had to add to call in regards to your topic. I, I think I know who you're referring to, and I, I totally agree with, um, some of the main players in this whole family court thing. Yeah. Um, like, like I, I actually a hundred percent agree with you. And, and I took the same approach. It's like, I didn't know anything about the system. So I got into it and I'm like, okay, wow, this is, this is dirty. So yeah. I'm going to get in, I'm going to dig in and go for the primary. And I got 50, 50, right. Mm-hmm. But I know who you're talking about. He's actually a friend of mine, cash. I'm pretty sure you're talking about him <laughs> and I don't want to say anything bad about him. I, I totally agree with his, I, I agree that I disagree I, with kind of what he does. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole well, with that. But I'll um, tell you, just to throw it out there, main, I, he actually is not the yeah. person I was talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was like, man, he's talking about Cash. I know. <laughs> but, no, I haven't. But, I, I mean, Cash is a great guy. He's actually he's actually a, a pretty good friend, and I, I I like his approach. He has been, and and I I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, do you take the backwards approach and try to overhaul a system that's been in place? I mean, we all know about Title Four D. I mean, all that stuff. Right. Or do you do like what Mark is doing? I always bring up Mark Ludwig. He's another friend. Yeah. You know, he's taking the legislative political approach. 
So, you know, there's all these different approaches. There's the bombastic approach, which I really like from cash. And then there's Mark's approach, which is political, which, you know, politics is politics. But I, I like that approach as well. And then there's like, you know, uh, Eric, Eric Carroll, like, like you mentioned. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, people that, and then of course, Alex is also, he just, he just pounds the law. There's yep. things that need to be fixed. But oh, absolutely. I literally said, okay, I'm never, I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to dig in and fight. I'm not having any more kids. I'm definitely yeah. never getting married. I mean, it's just, so I just pretty much dug in. I, I, I support, I need to, I need to throw some dollars your way too. But, and then I support people that I can. And then I just like focus on business and my kid and, and my oh. life. I don't want to get back into this system ever again. So I, I totally agree. It's kind of fun to watch sometimes and see, but I don't, I don't really foresee anything. I don't know. I don't really see the system being changed. I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah, I mean, it may no, be changed 30 you. years from now, but our kids are long. I mean, my, my daughter's what going to be eight next year. So I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Ever. I don't want, I, I'd like to yeah. see a change for our kids. Like what Mark is doing. Mm -hmm. I just don't, it's a, it's a, it's a money machine. It's a corrupt money machine. It is what and, it is. You know? And but, I mean, it, it yeah. has changed. I mean, if I look at what happened when I was a kid, kind of, yeah. you know, I'm, well, I mean, the yeah. reality I, is, is that, you know, when my, my dad going, going through this, you know, when I was, what was I, nine or 10 years old, there's no way in hell he was going to get 50, 50. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, 100%, you're yeah, right. I mean, he yeah. ultimately, yeah, right. he you're ultimately right. got, you know, basically primary custody of, uh, of my brother, but that was because wow. my mom dropped him off on the doorstep because he was too, you know, too much like his, like our dad. And, uh, but I mean, wow. it, that, and on top of that, if I remember correctly, there was no adjustment in child support. She basically got the award for child support for both of us. And he was, uh, uh, whenever yeah. my brother went to live with my dad, it was like, he's to paid. I don't I'll have to ask him, but my understanding last time I talked to him that he still had to pay and he was just grateful that he had one of us and thought that maybe he could save one of us from the nightmare. And, uh, you know, I, you're right. So, so, how, so that was what was, was it, so that's a 30 year swath. Is, is that kind of what you're referring you're to? You're really like just 30, trying to make me feel, 30, feel old. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I am too, dude. I, I'm, I'm, I'm late 40. So. No, I mean, but, but, but see, that's, I, the, I, so yeah. I, I, and I guess maybe that's a bigger picture, right? I mean, it's like, if you look at it, like yeah, when I was going I through right. my, my situation in California, everyone told me, oh, you're screwed. You're going to, you know, every other weekend, you're going to get standard visitation. You know, they don't do 50, 50 here. Well, yeah, they do. And, and if you've been, I mean, I know you've been on this channel a lot. You've heard, I mean, you've heard people yeah, from yeah. California. I mean, hell, there was somebody, I yeah. can't remember who it was a few months ago who called in and, and was, had a young child like under three and was able to get, actually might've even been younger than that and got 50, 50 custody in California. I'm like, holy hell, you know, so things holy are, cow. Yeah, that's, things are starting right. to you're change. Right, you know, things are starting to change. Yeah. It's just, you're right. I mean, the reality is, is that most of us who are in the middle of it, the changes that are going to happen that affect this situation, they're not going to see, you know, they'll, the, the next generation of people will see it and hopefully we'll and get that's to, kind of to Mark's point, right, yeah. you know, Mark Ludwig's point is like, you know what, my son is, and Mark's been through hell yeah. and, you know, his like, this is for my son, <clears throat> but he's, he's attacking both like the yeah. uh, rebuttable per state 50, 50, and then trying to go after the Title IV D monster, which has been in place since 1975. Right. Um, that, that then Clinton just just blew up to you know amazing epic proportions in the 90s. But you're you're, you're right. I mean, I got through. But see, you're you're right about that. It it, it definitely has changed because you know if I went back 40 years, because mm -hmm. I had 50 50 with my daughter at two, but I also spent yeah. gobs of money in court because I had the financial. You know, I was single and I was a consultant. Right. You know. So I, I had the financial wherewithal to do that. I figured out how to shut my mouth, play this little stupid game. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's stacked against me. You know, she can level all, just like Trish. She can say anything she wants. There's no replications. I just right. got to take it for a while and just shut up. Yeah. But yeah. I, well, know, and the reality the is. 30, 40 I, years change, but I would change that. I mean, I don't know. But know? I would say you know? the reality so, is, but, is that you roll the clock back 20 years and you could have had all the money in the, well, not all the money in the world, but you could have taken that same amount of money, did the same fight, and you probably wouldn't have got 50-50, especially for a young kid. You're probably, you're, you're, yeah, they would have said, oh, no, no, the formidable years, that child needs to be with mommy and needs to, you know, that's what they need to do. And then maybe whenever the kid's uh, 21, 21 model. would be a good yeah, age, yeah. you know, you can uh, you can <laughs> see your kid. Have an overnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on his 21st yeah, no, you're, birthday. You're right. I, I, yeah. 
No, I don't. But I mean, okay. I mean, I, but I, but the reality yeah, yeah. is, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't change the pain that we all felt and how horrible this was. I mean, yeah, okay, it was it was harder for the people before us, but it doesn't mean that it was easy this time. You know, I mean, it just means there's some changes, yeah. and it needs to get to the point. That's why I like the presumption, the 50-50 presumption. Uh, shit, I'm not saying it right. But but the thing where you go in and rebuttable it's like rebuttable, yeah, to where you go in and boom, yeah. it's 50-50. Because I'll, t- I'll tell you, man, if I would have been able to walk in that first time and the ex oh, is like, you know, no, here. you know, uh, he, he can, I think it's sufficient or, you know, adequate to see the kids every other weekend. And when I move out of state, yeah. you know, <laughs> never. Um, yeah. And if the judge yeah. would have said, oh, okay, yeah. okay, pumpkin, um, all right, well, it's going to be 50-50 right now while we're trying to figure that all out. And oh, by the way, the child support will be probably what it's going to be. Uh, so the numbers would have been lower. And it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, my, exactly. honestly, yeah, even yeah. at 50-50, it fucking killed me. I mean, it was still like... Oh, dude, I, 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 I pay child support too. It's like they don't even care down here in, in GA, Georgia. Yeah. It's like, oh, 50-50, oh, you're the bigger income earner. She's a... I don't want to say what she does for a living. I mean, works in the school system, so to speak. She's at a cap level. Yeah. I heard it all. So I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, it's just, you know, it, you know, you bring up Title 4D and they just look at you like, wow, he knows the system. He knows the game. But it's literally, it's like, okay, I get it. I'm not going to make a mistake. I'm never yeah. going to go back into the system. No, I mean, I'm dude, not going to roll I, the dice. I love kids. I, yeah. I, I come from a big family, but I'm not rolling the dice. I don't oh, care you, how great the you, woman is or how great this. I ain't ever doing it again. You fool me once, you'll never fool me again. Well, really? and, and like, then you, you then you roll in. I mean, you said yeah. you're in your late 40s. I mean, the, the other issue, I think, for yeah. us that are looking at that is there's not enough time to recover. You know, if you hit the reset button no. at 45 or like, say, let's say me, let's say I'm 50. Let's say I had another kid and I and I, you know, I picked another pumpkin from hell. Um, that pushes me to <laughs> I 70. <laughs> I mean, 70. Yeah. I mean, oh, I wouldn't yeah, be able to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. able to financially recover. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would be basically be. Oh, Dwayne, I've had to finance. I've had to financially restructure. Uh, I was a road warrior. I was a consultant. I was a tech, just like you. But yeah. I was. I was a traveling road warrior. I was all over the place, business, everything else. I had to restructure because when she was a baby, I had pretty much almost like sixty forty time of that too. I had 50, oh, 50, and, so I completely shut and if, down. And if you didn't shut it, and if you didn't, sh- yeah, if yeah. you didn't shut it down, yeah. you would have completely lost custody. And then they would have said you made a yeah, lot exactly. of money. It's like, hey man, you make a lot yeah, of money, 100%. so you have to work, but you exactly can't be here to see the yeah, kids. Like, yeah, yeah. Then you're, yeah. then you, yeah. They're like, look at all this money, but like, like look at all this money yeah. you made. I'm like, look, I'm taking care of a baby. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I'm not on the road. I was on the road for 20 years, you know? So yeah. I dealt with all that huge bias. I was like, wow, wow. talk about, talk about gender discrimination. So yeah, I've been through all that. I've had to reset, change some things around, but I'm like, man, I have never taken that dice roll down. You know, I'm not, never doing this again. Oh yeah. Never doing this. I'm going to have a hat. Good time. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just never, never going down that path to, again. To, it's a, it's a massive gamble. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, I, it's tough. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it's cause at the end of the day, you don't, you don't really know, you know, I mean, I, sometimes yeah. I wish I would have had kids earlier. Right. I mean, I, I did it. I, we started late. So we started, uh, started in our thirties. Yeah. Well, no, what I mean is, is that I would, I mean, if I was looking at it like, okay, I'm done at 40, that's, you still have time to recover. Right. Being, being, you yeah, know. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, so from my, my situation, so I had kids later, right. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'll be done or she'll be out of, she'll be out of the system. I'll be like mid mid to late fifties. Let's say about fifty six, fifty seven, or fifty eight. You know, one of those. Yeah, three, yeah. Just, you know, whatever. But uh, but you know, and, and that's okay. If I would have done this in my twenties, I wouldn't have the financial. I wouldn't have the financial resources to fight this. No, I would have been devastated because the child support was high initially. I yeah. get that a little bit. I mean, it's still high, but it's, it's it's all based on what I used to do. I mean, even even a year and a half ago when we when we got, I had fifty fifty, but we got. I was like, look, I need to do the seven on seven off. I'm, this two two five was fun when she was younger, but it's yeah, just you too did, much, right? Yeah, I hear you. So, man. yeah, I did, did the whole week on, but we brought up child support, and you know, X X brings no tax returns. You know, it's always like that. You know, never produces anything. And then I got all mine like, oh, this guy he's got way too. Oh, look at all your financials don't make any sense. You know, I got investments going in different directions. But it's just like I don't make what I did when I was clocking when I was just yeah. traveling all over the universe. You know what I mean? And I couldn't be a dad. I was like, well. And they just brought it down just a tad, it, it, even at 50, 50. So it's just so, I was like, look, I got I have to die. I have to get out of this. And yeah. like I said, I, I went back to the whole uh, school thing, but yeah, hundred percent what you're saying, like, you know, enjoy what you have, but I will never, 
gamble and go down this road ever again. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy the time that I have and then call it good. Hear you, man. And concentrate on the stuff. Thanks for calling, dude. Yeah, I know. I've been busy. I've been busy doing stuff, so working on some stuff. But yeah, I, I need that. Definitely need to become, become a channel member. It's, fa- it's funny you mentioned Eric. I was watching the replay late last night after I put my daughter to bed. And uh, he mentioned your name. I was like, oh, man, Dwayne was on there. <laughs> yeah, I threw so a, I, a question I, to Melissa. So. Yeah, I asked a question. I'm like, I got to participate. He's asking for questions. I got to come up with one. I was surprised he read it. That's so funny. So, no, she's great. Yeah, so cool. I mean, but yeah, we need, we need, no, we need more I, yeah, attorneys like yeah, Melissa. I'm, yeah, she's a, she's a, I wouldn't even call her one percenter. She's like a 0.05 percenter, right? I mean, yep. she's, she's a, she's a unicorn in that in that industry oh, man. that horrific industry monster of an industry so i mean i'm sure but, she's uh, not cheap yeah man all good but, yeah thanks man all right i don't know you, you never know yeah thanks <laughs> thanks Wayne. talk to you later Bye. oh man that's cool yeah just just to clarify i mean i'm not i act to be honest it what uh i do know i had her i have heard of cash jackson before Uh, but that wasn't the whole premise of this show was not based on, on his story. I think I did use a little bit of his the other day because he, he torpedoed his military career with a suicide attempt. Uh, you can't, (laughs) you can't as active duty military, you can't be doing that. You do that and then we'll boot you out. Um, it's, it's, well, it's going to ruin your clearances. So it's definitely going to negatively affect your career. It's just tough because there's so many deci- there's so many decisions you can make that just kind of set a, a avalanche of things going down. But uh, and I was kind of more doing it as a conglomerate, a conglomerate, a culmination of uh, a bunch of different stories I've just seen recently. So I do have another caller. Let me before I go to that. So hold on, caller. I'm going to grab you here in a second. I just want to double check the comments before I do that in case I miss anything. Oh yeah, I know Matt's been calling in. I'm just going to say that he goes. I hear, I, I, I hear the same thing about New York, meaning that you never can get fifty fifty. And I have temporary fifty fifty. So surreal to be able to say that, even at a temporary hearing, I wasn't even able to do that. I went from like you know eighty twenty to like seventy thirty, maybe sixty five, what thirty five. But uh, yeah, things. They're changing. They're just changing really slow, and it's not making it easy. It's not making it to where, you know, you walk in and it's it's uh, makes it harder for the 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 toxic, high conflict person. It's still hard for us that we're fighting behind that. So, all right, now I'm going to go to the caller. Caller, cooler, caller. <laughs> Jeez, uh, it says it says I miss cycling court. So I have no idea what it means because the auto auto uh, screener doesn't work super wonderful, but let's bring them on. Hopefully if I hit the right button, come on. There we go. Welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing all right, but I'm doing all right. Yeah, we talked, we talked last week and I, I'm the, I'm the gentleman out in Oregon that uh, was fighting for this two-year-old. And, uh, you know, um, I just wanted to Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We haven't heard that. from you in a while. Okay. How are things okay. going? Well, well, listen, like I said last, last time, um, you know, I've got one overnight every week, and I got a third point of contact and, uh, later in the week. And then it, it turns into an overnight. That third point of contact becomes an overnight every other week. So it's, it's kind of tough. And now I was now to, to kind of emphasize on what you're saying, playing the, playing your cards, right. Yeah. And this is where, when, well, first of all, my ex, my ex at the beginning of this put a restraining order on me saying that I'm just an angry drunk. Um, I have anger issues, um, hit and miss with this and that. So what I did to tackle all this is I knew as much as this is going to hurt, like I had to play my cards right in order to show my best foot forward. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is I, I enrolled myself in like a parenting slash domestic violence class. And I mean, it was like a, it took me a year to get this done. And it was every Friday night for two hours for a whole year. Um, I did this course 
And I was like, okay, so now she she wants to attack that I'm an alcoholic. Okay, so I I went to a I drove up to a drug facility and said, hey, I need a UA and I need assessment. And I need it now. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> Who are you? You know, I was like, hey, <clears throat> I'm being accused of being an alcoholic and a drunk, and I just want to prove to the courts that I don't do no drugs and I don't do no alcohol no more. And so I did that, and they they basically basically assessment came back. Oh, you don't need a treatment. There's no drugs. There's nice. nothing. And then I also I also did the state mandated uh, kids turn class. It's a parenting class that parents through divorce or breakups of children have to go through. I mean, and then I had a oh, and then the courts wanted me to do some counseling, and I did that. I mean, shoot, Dwayne, I did everything I feel like I was supposed to do to 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 tackle everything that was going to be thrown and, at me. And you did it before they told now, you to do it, right? I mean, so you walked oh, in. Absolutely. And when they said, hey, what about this? You're like, oh, here, here's my certificate. Here's another certificate. Not, you did it right, man. That oh, was, you spot on. And, and you know, I did all this work and it, and it was hard. It was challenging. Um, it cost me money, but I wanted to get it done because I needed to show, show that I'm not that guy she's painting me out to be. Now, after all this work, though, like this is where the, that black hole thinking comes in, where the system's against me and a lot, and, and, well, know, that's like, catastrophic I thinking. Finally, but, yeah. but yeah, no, I know so what I you're saying. Went to court. Yeah. And I finally went to court. You know, I was thinking, all right, I'm going to get 50 50. I know I was shooting for that. But then my attorney, like, oh, this judge is old school. He's been on the bench for over 20 years. He's, you're probably not going to get it. And I'm like, ah, oh, don't be talking to me like that. Yeah. Give me some good news. Um, and, so I ended up with the parenting plan that I have now and I, I, I'm, I'm not happy about it. Like I was shooting for closer to 50, 50. I know my child's young and that was going to be used against me. Yeah. Um, mom ended up when mom ended up winning with more time, but again, to what you were saying though, I mean, you got to do the process. I mean, you got to do the work. Yeah. Well, and probably uh, and had you not work. done all that stuff, um, you probably, because I mean, we were talking about your thing the other day. I mean, you get to see your kid every week, um, for the one overnight. And then I think what's in six months when, when he turns three, I think is what you were saying. Then you get two overnights a week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that's, you probably wouldn't have got that if you wouldn't have done a lot of this other stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, and I, and I want to believe that. And I want to say that it's true. Um, it's just, again, my trial was different. Um, I didn't, the judge, we didn't get to hear any evidence or nothing like that. The attorneys just went to the chambers and bounced back. And, and now here's the crazy thing too. Now I actually talked to my ex for the first time over the phone yesterday. How'd that go? And last night, uh, it was, it was, I don't know. It was, it was eye opening to me just to still know that she has a lot of contention towards me. Oh, of course. Now, now, Mind you now, listen to this. So, and I don't know if this was a bait, a bait maneuver of her, a hoovering maneuver, whatever you call it. So yesterday she emailed me about this little security camera that I bought for her when I was living with her. And just out of nowhere, she emailed me and said, Hey, um, this thing is locked under your email. I want you to release it. And I'm thinking, okay, you make over six figures. I'm paying you yeah. a crap load in child support. Why would you email over a security camera that you could probably get on Amazon for cheap now? Because it's you know, a, so because like, okay, it's this. it's a connection point. Because you're you're absolutely right, right? Any normal person who hates another person who wants nothing to do with them would just throw that thing in the trash and buy another one. But they right? they constantly look for ways to to have conversation and keep dialogue going. So just be careful of that. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean that she's going to take you back and everything's going to be great. It just means that she's working on phase two of the evil plan or maybe phase three. And you know and what? Okay, now, now listen to this, these, these events. So she emails me yesterday about this camera. I'm like, okay, you know what? It was mine. I kind of wanted it back, but, you know, I'll release it for you. She's like, you know what? I don't want it then if you're going to be like this. I'm like, here's the confirmation. It's already deactivated. And... Uh, I still have a few questions about the court order because um, there was a lot of confusion in my, like at the end of my court session. So anyhow, we talked and uh, 
I was basically saying, hey, we got court orders. Neither one of us is happy. And in my mind, like, I want to remove the contention and because my little boy sees the resentment that we have when sometimes when we're together. And I'm trying so hard, Dwayne, to, like, play the nice guy. And, you know, yesterday I talked that, hey, you know, I want to know what all the contention is about. At this point, I want to start going forward and start growing from this parenting plan and figure things out. And she's like, oh, no, like, courts are over. Well, we will have to revisit in two years if you want to. And I'm like, hey, listen, I'm trying to negotiate outside the courts. We don't need to go through the courts no more. It, it just, all it does is grow more contention and resentment towards one another. It's not the right, like, I don't feel going to court is the right process because it does, it's, it's awful sometimes. Right. Um, you know, and, and so I'm here, I am trying to negotiate outside the courts. Um, she's like, well, I feel like the court order is a court order. And, um, you know, there's nothing you can do to take my contention away. It's just going to take years. Some of the things that you did were irre- irreparable. And I'm like, God damn, what did I do to you? Because I never touched her, never cheated on her, nothing Dude, like that. Y- y- you basically we were, we, put a boundary up and you said no. You know, I mean, that's all it is. What's that? it, it, it's you put a boundary up and you didn't, you know, you didn't kiss the ring, so to speak. Uh, and, and the sad reality, and I understand, dude, I understand where you're at. And I, cause I went through the same thing. I'm like, all right, you know, we've gotten through this. Let's, how do we undo this? Or how do we try to come, come off the edge of this? And I'm, you know, you've heard my story nine years into it. It's the same thing. The ex is the same person. You, yeah. you know, I, I get trying, but just keep your eyes open, watch the actions and words. And as soon as you finally realize that this person will never change, then stop beating your head against yeah. the wall. Now, I mean, and these people tell you exactly what's going on and what they're saying. I mean, she's basically telling you from what you just said that I'm never going to forgive you for, for not being the fantasy in my own head and I'm going to make you pay. So be very cautious of trying to put yourself out there. Uh, and what you said is exactly the way it normally goes, right? They, they try something nice like, Hey, this, then you make a comment that they can be offended with. So it gives them the, the opportunity to be angry at you yet again. I, and, and dude, I'll tell you, I did that same thing a couple of times. There are a few times where she would, mine would reach out to me, you know, for some, for something and act kind of nice. And I would be like, okay, here's an opportunity. Kind of like it was along the lines of your, Hey, this thing, can I have the password? Um, and I would bend over backwards to do it. And as soon as she got what she wanted, it was a freaking jab in the eye. So just, you know, yeah. keep oh. your eyes 100% open. Unfortunately, the sad reality is, is you are going to basically have to counter parent this person forever. Uh, the thing is, is you more than likely in two years, whenever it is appropriate for you to go back and try to adjust the support, she is going to make, make it as painful and as expensive as possible, and it's going to irritate you, and it's going to piss you off because it's like, why are we wasting this money for this? It doesn't need to be this way. They live and thrive in conflict, and you have to be the bad person. Now, I hope I'm wrong, dude. I hope that uh, you know maybe in a couple of weeks you guys have a coffee someplace and and can calm the f down and learn how to co-parent. But the, the sad reality for people who fall into this category, this high conflict, narcissistic, potentially undiagnosed personality disorder, is they don't change. I, I know that's a sad, sad story to say. So you just have to basically under, you know, counter parent or parallel parent is what they really call it. I call it counter parenting just because it's kind of funny to me to think that you're having to undo every day what the other person's trying to do. But you can be successful right. on that. You can you can navigate this, not play the game that they're trying to play, and set them up and document everything. Right? I mean, I, I would just make sure you have a notebook and uh, or an app. There's that uh, on record app that I need to get out to people so they can start checking it out, yeah. where it right. helps you do your documentation so that later when you go back to court, you can easily pull up the patterns of behavior that have, that have occurred. To prove, like what uh, Tiffany was saying earlier when she called in, to demonstrate what the hell's really going on to to get the right change. But uh, but I understand where you're right. at, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I I hate saying that because I mean it's not the greatest <clears throat> it's not the greatest message to put out there, but it's also the reality most of the time. Yeah, and I'll tell you, man. Like 
her her little bait and switch act yesterday. It did it did affect my day. You know, it's like what they're looking for now. Yep. Now this is what's crazy. So check this out. So yesterday, um, and I don't know what 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 clicked in her mind, but yesterday she emailed me about that canary device. But, but, and then I was, and then not moments later, <clears throat> after our email exchanges, and I let her know that I released it. She then posts photos like on my son's Instagram page that we used to have together of her and this new man that she's with at some tree farm riding the tractor and my little boys on this dude's lap. And yeah, pissed me off for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I also noticed that she was viewing my stuff still. Like, I was like, come on, like, what, what, what's the whole reason for this? What's, what's the point of this? Like, you know, you're not letting me have my son more than outside the court order. You're, you wanted, you wanted to start an argument about this canary device that you could have bought and, with with my child support and your six figures you could have afforded quite a few of them and then you're going to start posting with your new man and this and that and with my boy sitting on some other dude's lap that you're not allowing me to see more than what's already ordered like yeah and the and then and then now call me dumb but during my conversation with this woman i let her know that hey for for from the bottom of my heart for whatever the reason um you know you told me that these wounds are still fresh you know I want to apologize for the for the trauma and for the hurt that I may have caused you. You know, I really do apologize for it. Sincerely, as the mother of my child, I, I, I care about you. And as the mother of my child, I have to respect you. And that's why going forward, I want to start working on things to remove the resentment and contention. And she's like, and that's when she was like, well, it's going to take years. And I was like, well, I, that's not the answer I was looking for. But just know where my head's at is that I'm sorry, and I really hope that we can start coexisting in certain situations in regards to our son. And that's how I, we basically finished the conversation. Uh, so I, well, I probably I, got I, nowhere. Well, but. no. But, but, okay. I'm not, you know, you said I can call you stupid. I'm not going to say that. But what I will say is that <laughs> there's a lot of times we have to do what we feel is right. Right. I mean, I can tell you, I mean, I can tell you that it, it had no effect, right. It actually probably hurt you more with your relationship with her than if by doing that, but here's the deal is you have to at least try, right. I mean, you have to at least say, okay, I tried to apologize. I tried to put the olive branch out. They grabbed the branch and then they slapped me upside the face and then kicked me in the head, you know, but you have to do it. I mean, all of us, unfortunately get into that mode where that's what ends up happening. And, uh, you know, I mean, you just have to, the, the thing is now do what you need to do to prove to yourself that you've tried everything you need to do and then start working on how to, uh, go forward to plan later yeah. to get more time with your son and, and undo what she's doing anyways. And I'm trying so hard. No, you're doing good, hey, you man. You're doing good. Like, you're doing good. Just stay on track. Sometimes and sometimes when I think about it, it's just like, man, I, I must be trauma bonded still or something. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, dude, it I'm takes it'll probably hard. take you a couple of years to get over oh, that. So God. it's going to take time and you just got to make sure you don't make uh, a, a bunch of mistakes. So on that. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. So we're starting to run out of time. So uh, and I what I'll do on on that. God, we only have like six minutes left. Um, and before it goes off, I do want to say thank you so much to Mike for the super chat it says, thank you. Uh, thanks for what you do, Dwayne. Well, thank you so much for your support, Mike. It really means a lot. I appreciate that. Uh, super chat helps keep the lights on. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for that. But, uh, what I just wanted to, 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 to say, oh, let me turn that off, shut that off is we all go through the phase to where it's like, okay, you know what? A normal person will finally stop playing these stupid games and we can come to a, a happy medium, happy medium to where we can co-parent, actually co-parent, coexist, minimize the damage for a child and make things better. The problem is most of the time with a high conflict uh, spouse, whether it's a man or a woman, mom or dad, they do not, they will never have that. They'll never see that. So let me go to, I'm going to try to go to the, actually, I got two callers. I'll probably only be able to get to one. I'm going to go to the one that says, uh, communicating with X during court proceedings. Hello, and welcome to the show. 
Hi, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? You always call at the at the at the at the tail end. I do. <laughs> I think you do. Anyways, what's going on? <laughs> so, um, I'm actually quarantined with our daughter. Um, I have COVID. Oh no! And, oh, I'm um, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, so I was a little frustrated the other day because our daughter tested negative. I tested positive, but she has to quarantine with me anyway because you know, the whole 14 days after I'm fine, she's still technically been exposed. Right. Which is actually good because, you know, I, I'm i okay with that. Right. But um, I was frustrated because I just feel like as the father who's claiming that he's so concerned about our daughter, how have you not made any attempts to say, hey, you're stuck in the house. Does our daughter need anything? Like, no attempts. So I was very frustrated. I had started drafting a message to send to him, and I was debating, do I send it, don't I send no, don't it? don't send it. And before I even got to send it, well, before I even got to, yesterday he sent me one, which no doubt is either the lawyer told him to or a family member told him to, and it's ridiculous. And he still doesn't ask, how is she? Um, it's basically, if I, if I to quote one line that made me laugh the best, if you could send me a picture of our daughter, I miss gazing at her. <laughs> you know that's fine so, um, see what i would have expected i mean because the the move on that to me would have been hey you have covid our daughter doesn't um she needs to quarantine with me and then after 14 days we can do something different that's what i would have expected but but yeah it's just a ploy just to try scared. to I, well and i think you said before that he really doesn't want i mean he no. he, he doesn't necessarily <laughs> want that responsibility so but, exactly. And the doctor had told me if he took her, he had to quarantine for 14 days. Oh, okay, good. So I'm sure that that's why yeah. he didn't want to do that. But no, my question is, um, she has been having a fever and been acting a little funny. It could be teething. It could be yeah. COVID. I want to get her tested. My financial situation is very bad. And the fact that I haven't been able to work for now two weeks, um, you know, I have no income. Right. So I wanted to ask him to pay for the doctor's appointment because I still don't have insurance for her. Mm. Do you think it's a bad idea to respond and say, you know what? Actually, we need this much money for the doctor since he said, you know, if there's anything I can do, well, that's something he can do. Or am I putting my foot in my mouth and setting myself up for failure with our next court hearing? Well, like, is it a trap? It's, it could be, right? I mean, but it also could work out for your advantage. Like if I was in your situation and I wanted to do that, this is what I would do. I would send a picture because that's what he asked for. And then I would say, hey, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, I w- would love to get little little Susie, you know, get a COVID test. I don't have the money for it. Could you could you cover it? And more than likely, he's going to say no. And then that's a data point that you can use in court. And if he's smarter, then he would say yes and make it happen. So, I mean, it, it's it's the I think the only risk for you would be is if you throw it out there and he said, and he does, and he handles it the correct way. That's the only risk, right? I mean, yeah. if he demonstrates, and but see, that's the that's the risk that's going to be going forward, anyways. Is that anytime he does it right, it's going to help his his position on getting more time, at least later on down the road. But I mean, probably it would be in your. It's one of those calculated risks, right? You throw it out there. If he misses it, then it gives you a data point to show a continued pattern of behavior. And if he does the right thing, okay. I mean, then it shows that he's getting better, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, if you're really, I mean, if you have no other way to get the funds for it, um, I, mm-hmm. I think I would send it, um, you know, maybe think about it more cause I'm just doing this off the cuff, but, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and if you have an attorney, just double check with them, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. So, and we are, Unfor- okay. Anything really quick because we're basically out of time. Nope, that's it. That was my, my question. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Anyways, well, that was good. And just for you guys know, uh, that particular caller has a really young child. Um, I think it's like six, seven months. And uh, the the ex had vanished and then just recently it's like hey i want to be in the kid's life and it's just been a, a a weird situation because these people love to make things weird but we are basically out of time so thank you guys for hanging out with me today 
just to let you know, I am trying to work on some some interviews and stuff. I was hoping to try to do that this week, but it's just getting going back to working and having to go in and stuff has uh, made things a little more complicated to schedule out. But I do want to say thank you for all the channel members. We were talking about that earlier. Those are scrolling across the screen right now. You guys really make all this stuff happen, and I, I really appreciate it. I'll be scheduling a morning uh, member event on Saturday, which will be our normal little video conference thing. So watch out for that for channel members, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow.